today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Something needs to be done to address the growing shortage of teachers across the country, says Ain to representative based in Castle Troy, Eric Nelligan. Eric says uh, the problem needs to be tackled here in Limerick City, which is one of the biggest areas under pressure in terms of unfilled teacher posts. Uh, good morning to you, Eric. Good morning, Joe. Now, Eric, I, I did understand that this was a, a significant issue in Dublin and among other things, cost of living accommodation and all of that. I wasn't aware it was as big a problem here in Limerick. No, it's not as big as it's not as big a problem in Limerick, but it still is a problem. Um, if you send your children to school and there's no teacher for your child, it's not not an ideal situation. But look, you're, you're right. Dublin is exceptionally badly affected, um, but Limerick, as one of the main population centres and one of the most expensive places to live and rent, and uh, in Ireland, is also is also affected. So earlier on this week, I just I kind of did a quick look through the numbers of jobs advertised and. In Limerick, there were seventeen. There were still seventeen uh, teacher vacancies available in Limerick uh, for full-time jobs across a wide range of subjects and special needs as well. What's causing it then? Um, well, the, the Teachers Union of Ireland, the TUI, they did a survey very recently, uh, and what they found was, particularly amongst what's classified as the newer qualified teachers, that would be teachers that have been hired in the last ten years. Um, the likelihood of those teachers staying on the profession is is lower than what would be expected. And the main reason that they list is the two-tier pay scale. So what those younger teachers said is that um, 30% of them will stay in the profession no matter what, but that would rise to 70% if this pay scales were equalised. So just in case your listeners aren't fully aware, within the teaching profession, teachers that were hired um, post-2011, their pay scale, so the pay scale they were on was was significantly lower than the pay scale of older teachers like this, myself. This was in the wake of the uh, crash, the economic crash. Correct, mm. yes. Um, and does it apply primary, secondary, or both? Um, it, it applies to both. The pay scale difference applies to both. The short of the teachers applies to both. I suppose one other factor that is significant this year is we've been, lo- like, as you had in your last conversation with Dr. Motherway, we've been locked down for the bones of two years. So you'd often have younger teachers, and which is fair play to them. They go off, they might go to Dubai, they might go to Australia, they might go and they might just travel for a year or two or for a couple of months afterwards. And that hasn't been possible for the last two years, or it's been severely curtailed anyway. So this year now, there's been a glut of teachers that, have, that are moving, that are, le- that are taking a career break, or just simply moving straight after college, to go and experience a different life for a period of time. And that's quite significant because uh, a teacher that goes to something in the Middle East, they can earn approximately double their salary at what an equivalent teacher would earn here. So that would be, it would be a nice little nest egg to come back to Ireland in a year yeah. or two or three yeah. with a large amount of savings. The other point is that accommodation, there's yeah. a big shortage of it in Limerick, but on top of that, the accommodation that is there is expensive now. Oh, totally. And just when I was when I was planning to come on this morning, I, I'm in a WhatsApp group with a, a large number of teachers spread around the city. And one thing I had noticed in, in my school in St. Munchens is that um, the, the, the younger teachers in the school, they no longer live and rent in the city, or very few of them live and rent in the city. A lot of them would be staying at home, out, maybe out in the country, Clare, Tipperary, County Limerick, and they travel in. While when I started teaching and when I was younger teaching, and an awful lot of teachers used to live in the city, with rent in the city, and all that. So, so 
that's obviously, like you mentioned here, the cost of living, the cost of renting, all that must is playing a factor. And when I texted around in my cohort peers this morning, a lot, I think every school that got back to me or every teacher in the school got back to me, they all agreed that the younger teachers now, the vast majority of them, no longer live in Limerick City. They they live in their out in their hometowns or they already live at home in some cases in any case. And it sounds like there's no easy solution here, Eric. No, well <laughs> cost of living is high, the cost of uh, inflation is going up, the pay difference there's no sign of the pay differentiation being removed. Um it it it's it's not right because it's children's education that are suffering, you know. Um the 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 issue is exceptionally challenging in Grail School and Grail Colossia. They have they have severe trouble getting fully qualified Irish teachers. Um, across certain subjects, it is, it, is, it, is, it is a big challenge, you know. Yeah. One other thing, I know you're a secondary school teacher, uh, but you know, schools are going back now and kids are also starting at primary level. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you make of uh, these comments during the week that, in all honesty, teachers would prefer kids to be able to put on their coat and wipe their bum rather than being able to spell uh, necessarily arriving into school for the first time? Oh, um, interesting. I, I heard that, and it was—I think it was mentioned. So I presume what that what what that's got to do with is, uh, like, do, do you and the society see schools as a centre of education learning, or do you see schools as a centre of uh, teaching life skills to a child, or do you see a combination of both? And to be, education has moved away. Like, if you go back probably to me, when I was in school and when you were in school, Joe, they would have been seen primarily as an education center of education. You went in there, you learned, you did homework, you did schoolwork, and the other stuff was left was left to someone else to do. It was left to home. That's no longer the case. That's changing significantly now. Like um, like the well-being program, for instance, um, the well-being in secondary schools gets double the time of a standard subject. So the subject I teach, technical graphics, uh, well-being will get double the amount of time over the course of the junior cycle than my subject. So it just shows now schools are putting a, a far greater emphasis on uh, the whole the whole education, the whole d- development of a child, if that makes sense. And I suppose maybe during lockdown, you would have had parents at home, they would have, um, they would have like I know when I, when I was at home with my daughters, I would have done homework with them, I would have done reading and stuff with them, while then you would just assume that you, you continue. So they would have, like, a lot of children would have got extra help from their parents at home, especially one-on-one help, and that might have benefited them. And maybe there are, there may be some families that aren't putting the same effort into into growing their child and showing them how to do practical things, and they're hoping the school gets away. I, it, I guess it's not my forte, but that's probably my my my, my so, thoughts. So, so Eric, I mean, would you agree then with with that call that that's what should be prioritised? Well, would I agree with the call? I it's a balance. It's a balance because look, in society, we need to have children who can function in society, who can, like you said, do all the different things between tidying up and being pleasant and communication. That's that's very important now. Um, education, to an extent, um, you don't need to the the, the the knowledge, rote memory, and the ability to remember something isn't there anymore. So, for instance, anyone this morning, if you were trying to think of something, think of something you, like. You, you may have in your head, but if you weren't sure, you'd get out your, your phone and you, you'd double-check it on Google or something like that. So the, the, the necessity to know and rote learn things is not there anymore because of modern technology. So now we need to make sure that people are more rounded individuals. And I was in a, like, I'm back at school, and yesterday we were having a talk on child welfare, and 85% of cases that are brought to the attention of TUSLA 
for child neglect or, or, or one of those type of issues, they come from teachers. So teachers now, you need to be kind of the good adults in, in, in the life of many students because unfortunately there's, um, there, are, there are children out there who, who may, might be slightly neglected or they don't get the best upbringing and teachers are their so-called uh, good adults. So that's very important now. And something that as I as a teacher and all my colleagues we, it's emphasised to us. You need to keep an eye on the child to make sure they're developing, and keep eyes out, keep an eye out for the sign of neglect or lack of nutrition, or you know things like right. that. Okay. So that's how the teaching job is changing, as yeah. opposed to just being, as, as opposed to just passing on education to learn and to to know. So right, some right. people are happy with that, and some people some people might prefer the old style, but that's the way life, that's the way society is. Very interesting perspective there. Well, thank you very much for that. That's uh, Eric Nelligan, a teacher, as he mentioned, at second level himself, but also into representative for the Castle Troy area. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.